The Pittsburgh Steelers take on the Green Bay Packers in a big matchup. At 1-2, and two, the Steelers need to find a way to rebound sometime. It's a heck of a time to have to do that on the road in Lambeau against Aaron Rodgers. Joining me to talk about this matchup and preview all the NFL matchups going in week four is Jenna Harner of Channel 11 WPXI. It's going to be a fun episode here on the Lockdown Steelers podcast. This episode is brought to you by Run Your Pool. Check them out today and get $10 off at runyourpool.com slash locked on or use our promo code locked on at checkout. Don't forget, if you're a part of the, the Pick'em League for Locked On Steelers, you want to get your picks in to get your chance to win a free jersey and experience the, the Run Your Pool experience. But again, I'm Chris Carter here on the Lockdown Steelers podcast. Let's get into it. Locked On Steelers, your daily Pittsburgh Steelers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome to the Locked On Steelers podcast. I'm your host, Chris Carter, bringing you your daily dose of all things on the Pittsburgh Steelers Remember, if you're enjoying this show or if you want to get more of this show, subscribe to us on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Odyssey, YouTube. Like this video if you're watching on YouTube. Subscribe to it. Share it with your friends. It's always a fun time. And if you rate us five stars with a positive comment on Apple Podcasts, you get a shout at the end of the show. All that being said, y'all know what time it is. It's Friday. We get our friend Jenna Harner with Channel 11 WPXI News in Pittsburgh. Got the, the background right there. And Jenna picked the perfect shot. She's in the, the workroom at, at the station. Jenna, thanks so much for joining us. As always, how you doing? Thanks so much for having me. As always, it's another Friday. We're here. It's beautiful. It's been a great week. Really looking forward to this week four matchup. And we got a whole lot ahead. We do got a whole lot ahead. Now, jumping right into things with this with this Steelers team, a lot of there's been a lot of talk about can this defense do anything to Aaron Rodgers? He, he's been on fire since the start, you know, since the start of the season. Uh, you know, after that week one game where he just looked abysmal against uh the saints he has he has been he has lit it up for the packers uh had the big drive to bring him back against the 49ers um last week and now he's at home against the steelers defense and crazy enough this is the first time aaron Rodgers will have played the steelers since he beat them in super bowl 45 uh but we got we looked at the injury report today uh for for thursday jenna and it was pretty interesting to see you know, some of the names up there. Now we know Ben Roethlisberger full practice. He always does the not practicing on Wednesday and then ramps it up going into the end of the week. Uh, Deontay Johnson went from limited to full practice, which was a good sign that he'd be ready to go. Juju Smith-Schuster, as Tomlin said, went from not practicing to limited practice, a good sign for him. Uh, Alex Highsmith, though, still at limited practice, but TJ Watt, a big guy here going from limited to full, really good sign for him. Um, but you still got guys like Carlos Davis and Chikuma Kofu who haven't practiced this week. Um, but one note that is interesting here, Chase Claypool was uh, was not even listed on the injury report for Wednesday, but on Thursday went limited on practice. And, and Claypool is a big factor here. And maybe if he misses this game, that that'll be a storyline. But to me, a big the biggest strength of this defense has to be its pass rush. The Steelers didn't have any pass rush. They hit Joe Burrow one time against the Bengals. That cannot happen against Aaron Rodgers. He will eat you alive if they do that. But Having T.J. Watt and maybe having Alex Highsmith to to work with Melvin Ingram could get this defense back enough. What are your thoughts on what we're seeing heading into this game? Yeah, keeping an eye on Alex Highsmith I think is going to be a big thing. But the fact that T.J. Watt is practicing back in full on Thursday is such a good sign because, again, you mentioned it. They got to Joe Burrow. They pressured him one time. It's Joe Burrow. You need to, as a defense, that – 
pass rush is so crucial dealers do on defense. And in order to get to the quarterback, in order to make them feel uncomfortable, you know that it's with Aaron Rodgers, you are not going to be you know, minimizing him entirely. They're going to limit him. They're not going to completely take him out of this one, but that all starts with guys like TJ Watt back in the lineup. I think he's such a catalyst for what they do on defense. He's such a spark for the guys around him. And obviously if you have him on one side, Melvin Ingram on the other, that's huge. They can do, they can work well with that compared to obviously, again, nothing against Jameer Jones, but TJ Watt's game is a lot higher than Jameer Jones at the current moment. That's just the facts. Again, Jameer Jones, great guy, obviously not even on the team anymore. He was placed on waivers and I believe claimed by the Rams. Yeah. Um, so little 180 for his life, but I think TJ Watt is such a crucial factor to me in this matchup because you need to get to Aaron Rodgers if you want to limit that offense because of all the weapons that they have, because of how deadly they can be. You know the connection that Rodgers and Adams have. We heard Mike Tomlin talk about that. They know they're not going to take Adams completely out of the game, but they are going to work to limit him as much as possible. And that starts with getting to the quarterback, making him uncomfortable, doing everything you can for him to have to get the ball out of his hands as quickly as possible. And I think that would really bode well for this Steelers defense if you have T.J. Watt in. Again, if Alex Highsmith trends in the right direction, maybe he plays, maybe he doesn't. Obviously, we have to keep a really close eye on Friday's injury report. But the fact that it seems like you might get T.J. Watt back in this game is going to be really, really good for what this defense needs in order for their offense to get going against Green Bay. I agree entirely. And one thing I was talking to our friend Brooke Pryor at ESPN, we were sitting in that racquetball court where we all waited for you before practice uh, with the Steelers to start. But when we were talking about looking back through and, you know, the one game that the Packers lost was to the Saints. And one thing that the Saints, you know, admitted, he's like, they didn't blitz. They, they just won with their front four. And the Steelers, when they beat the Bills, what did they not do? Blitz. Didn't they blitz. It was one time. There was one time the entire game, which goes completely against the mantra that we've seen under Keith Butler, which is get pressure, get to the quarterback. And yeah. the thing is, they were getting to the quarterback with four guys. Mm -hmm. And if they're able to have Cam Hayward, TJ Watt, Alex Highsmith, Melvin Ingram, because not just for the, the fact that they're available, but you know all three of those edge rushers can line up on the edge or inside, stunt off of each other, work with Cam Hayward, work with Chris Wormley or whoever the, the other guy is that's going to be lining up on the inside. If they're all doing that and it's just those front four and they're causing chaos, that means the Steelers can commit seven guys in coverage all throughout the yep. game. And that's how you avoid James Pierre having to cover a supreme deep, deep threat like Jamar Chase one-on-one -on -one, or Alec or Alec, uh, uh, Weatherspoon when he had to go cover um, uh, Henry Ruggs on a deep ball and he was left in one-on-one. -on -one. That's what allows those guys to kind of do that more. So I think a really big key to this game is if that front is healthy, they have to cause chaos up front and allow the, the secondary and the off-ball linebackers to be chaos in yep. coverage so that Aaron Rodgers can't say, oh, there's only five or six guys back there. I'm going to pick at this because this is going to be an obvious weak spot for them. Absolutely. And again, you know the type of quarterback that Rodgers is. He's so good at what he does. Last year's MVP, obviously the caliber that he has, just his knowledge of the game, his quarterback IQ, say, you know, say if you will type thing. He is so smart at picking apart defenses, but if you don't give him the time to pick apart a defense, mm -hmm. his day got a whole lot longer. 
Agreed. Agreed. That's the whole thing here is you don't want to let him get comfortable. You want to move him off yeah. his launch spot. And Aaron Rodgers isn't like Ben Roethlisberger. He's only a year younger, but uh, he, he's a guy that's still more mobile. He can he can extend plays a little bit better on the on the go. But still, if you're able to hit him, he's going to feel it. If, if yeah. you're able to if you're able to cause him problems, that's going to be a huge key to this game. I can't help but think, Jenna, that at some point um, we're going to see uh, this this Steelers defense. If if they win this game, it's going to be because this front four got home a lot and it caused yeah. some of those turnover opportunities. I want to get back to talk about this in our final segment. We do our, our matchups, but we got to take a break. And then we got when we come back, we're going to give all of our week our our, our, our our week four picks here on the Locked On Steelers podcast. But before we do, of course, we got to talk to some of our sponsors. And our, our first sponsor that we're talking about right now is Get Upside. If you if you have if you haven't seen Get Upside, I've been talking a lot about the great things that it pro- it provides to our users. Because if you download this free app on your phone right now, you can save up to twenty five cents for every gallon of gas that you, every time you go to the pump. Just be sure to download the Get Upside app in the App Store or on Google Play right now, and use the promo code Touchdown to get a bonus of twenty five cents per gallon on your first fill up. That means on your first fill up, you can get up to fifty cents cash back per gallon. Don't pay full price at the pump anymore. Get cash back using GetUpside. Just download the app for free and use promo code TOUCHDOWN to get up to 50 cents per gallon cash back for your first tank. Some people who drive a lot or are making as much as two or $300 a month in cash back, and there's no catch. Get the cash back, to get, get it, and it gets added right to your account. And then once it's done that, you can then cash out at any time by moving it to your bank account, PayPal, or even an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free GetUpside app today and use your promo code TOUCHDOWN to get up to $0.50 cents per gallon cash back on your first king again that's promo code touchdown on the get side uh, get upside app back here on the locked on steelers podcast i'm your host chris carter here with jenna harner from channel 11 wpxi doing a jenna harner friday thing right here now jenna last week you did have of one game advantage on me. But I think I fell. You felt we are now tied. We are now tied. Okay. In, in, all right. So so we're 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 back to even. And again, we did this all last year. You and I were just every week, it was just like one person's ahead, the other person's ahead. And at the end, I I won by a single game when it came when it came to our picks. So it, it, it again, you and I keep coming down to the wire thinking very similarly in in how uh, in how we do this now. Um, if you want to join the Run Your Pool Pick'em League for for Locked On for the Locked On Steelers podcast, where all of our listeners and watchers, uh, be sure to check the description of this YouTube video. If you're watching on YouTube, you can go by go down, click the link. You can jo- still join at any point in time, um, uh, and uh, you can join in. And remember, the winner of this Pick'em League at the end of the season will win a Steelers jersey of your choice from runyourpool.com. Uh, it's a really fun thing to join. And if you enjoy playing on Run Your Pool, you can set up your own pools with family, friends, and so on and so forth. It's really a lot of fun. I wanted to give some shout-outs to our top performers, our top pickers. Well, our number one pick winner was Richard, who went 14-2 and two with his picks last week. Uh, but still, in first place now, all by themselves, is Sam9914. Currently with 25 points of 25 correct picks. Uh, a lot of people trailing right behind. Uh, but you and myself, uh, we are tied at 22 pick correct picks per person here, Jenna. So I believe we're tied for 
fifth, I want to say, or no, 14th. Technically, we're tied for 14th, but it's all everyone's kind of stacked up on each other. So if you're if you're a couple weeks late, don't be afraid. Get up in the mix. Get your picks in on runyourpool.com and you can join us. But Jenna, let's hop into some of these picks right here. We're jumping in. We, you know, of course, we skipped the Thursday night game because this is a Friday show, but let's talk about this Sunday games. Washington at Falcons, both teams one and two. And I know the Falcons defense got cracked open by the Bills or the Falcons, the, the Washington's even got cracked open by the Bills last week. But I still have to think that team's better than what the Falcons put together. I completely agree. The Bills are a whole different caliber of a team. So, of course, Washington was going to be a little bit exposed. There's a lot of angry comments coming out of Chase Young this week saying we need to be better. We can be better. And I think this is a perfect bounce back for them against a not so fantastic Atlanta Falcons team. Um, I think they're going to get going. I think Terry McLaurin is going to have himself a field day. Or not Terry. Well, yeah, Terry McLaurin too. Um, but I think Taylor Heineke is going to have himself a field day against the Falcons secondary. So, uh, yeah, I'm going Washington in this one. Yeah, I'm with you there. Now, speaking of those Bills, this is one of my survivor picks. If you do survivor leagues, uh, Bills are hosting the Texans. That's a slaughter waiting to happen. Bills are going to run away Ooh. with this one fast. Yeah, Josh Allen against the Texans offense. They aren't forgetting that wild card game from a couple years ago, and this is an entirely different about team. that. Yep, yep. This is an entirely different Bills team from a couple years ago. So and an entirely Josh different Allen, Texans team. That's also a very good point. Yep, well, that's very true. Um, the Bills, Josh Allen is getting going. He's catching fire. I think he's just going to continue to have an explosive week. They're really looking forward to this one. I'm going Bills. Now, NFC North matchup here, 0-3 Lions at the 1-2 Bears. I know Justin Fields really struggled last week, but I have to think he wins at home against the Lions, who just can't stop feeling the heartbreak after that Ravens loss. No, I think that's just kind of that loss sinks the Lions. I think the Bears' defense is great, and we heard kind of all week from Matt Nagy up to this point that he still thinks it's Andy Dalton or Justin Fields. They're both taking quarterback one reps in practice. So whichever quarterback, I just think they're in a better situation than the Lions right now. Now, this can be a very intriguing matchup because this is an NFC matchup with two teams that one team that's been a surprise in the Panthers, who are three and oh, and another team who is two and one. And their one loss is to the Buccaneers on opening night. Uh, Jenna, I'm going with the Cowboys because I just have to think, whereas Matt Rule's done a good job with that with that Panthers team, their wins have been over the three organizations. I think we'll get the three top picks in the NFL draft this year, whereas the Cowboys, they've put together some impressive performances. But do you think the Panthers advance to 4-0? No, I think this is absolutely a game the Cowboys win. I think Carolina is a good team. They're not as fantastic as their record shows. And I think Dallas, especially Dak, the way that he has been playing has been absolutely phenomenal. I know they're on a little bit of a short week, but I think they just have a lot of momentum. And again, their one loss was to the Bucks with Tom Brady had like what a couple, you know, less about a minute left on the clock. Like, of course yeah. they're going to, that's going to be Tom Brady's bread and butter. So I think the Cowboys continue to roll. I think Dak continues to have a really impressive season. I think the Cowboys win. That's a, that, that's a solid pick right there. We don't, don't have any differences so far. This might change it though, because I have no idea which one of these teams to believe in the, no. <laughs> the you on this. No, the Owen three Colts at the one and two Dolphins. Like, I need a coin. Someone give me a coin. I'm gonna flip it. I have a built bar. I have a built. I have a. I have a real cookie dough built bar. I'm if it lands on the front side, I'm going Colts. If it lands on the back side, I'm going Dolphins. 
It landed on the front, so I'm going Colts. That's my decision right there. <laughs> All right. This is where we differ. I'm All going right. You know what? I like it. I like it. I, the, both of these teams have big question marks for me, but I think if you look at teams, the both teams overall, I think the Dolphins just have more potential to win this game. They played the Raiders really hard last week. I think they build off of that. Um, and I think Jacoby Brissett, again, he's Jacoby Brissett, but I think he has a better day than an injured Carson Wentz. Yeah, I, I feel you on that. Brissett actually looked more impressive in the Raiders' loss um, than I thought he would. Uh, yeah. Here's an inter- here's an interesting matchup. You have the Vikings who put off a major upset over the Seahawks last week without Dalvin Cook. They're hosting the Browns, who are two and one. The Browns looked better. Look, they were able to handle their business and they terrorized Justin Fields last week. I have to look at that pass rush and say, man, Kirk Cousins is in for it. Even though he's thrown three touchdowns in back to back games, I do think the Browns go on the road and win this one heading to three and one. Yeah, I think so too. Miles Garrett, four and a half sacks last week. I think he continues to eat and have fun. Kirk Cousins, it's going to be a long day. Going to be a long day for him. Now, this one, I think, is another one in the range of the uh, the uh, uh, the lock picks or what you what have you or survivor picks. The Giants at the Saints. I know they're your Giants, Jenna, but it's just it's it's rough picking, and I can't see them them beating the Saints in this one. Nope, the Giants are going to zero and four. It's going to happen. It's all right. Giants fans accept it, understand it, and maybe hopefully you get a good pick in the draft because that's where we're at. Only four weeks into the season. And uh, I think they won't be alone because the other team in New York, the 0-3 Jets, are hosting the Titans at 2-1. and I know the yeah. Titans have been the best team this year, but uh, the Jets, they may be worse than the, than the Giants. Like There may, there may need to be a, a game at the end of the season where these two teams play each other for the first overall pick. Play at MetLife. See, yeah, whoever loses gets the first <laughs> overall pick. Obviously. Whoever wins. You know what? We'll make it interesting. There we go. Yeah. I'm going with the Titans. Derrick Henry is going to have a field day in Same. this one. I'm agreeing with you there. One and two Chiefs at one and two Eagles. I know the Chiefs have had some rough games and some rough losses, but I have to think that this is the week that they start to figure some things out. They'll get back to two and two Eagles with Jalen Hurts. There's times he looks good. There's times he doesn't look good. I think that he could put up some points in this game, but ultimately Patrick Mahomes is going to get enough of this done against that Eagles defense. Yeah, this one I'm just looking strictly at the quarterbacks. Patrick Mahomes, obviously it's Patrick Mahomes. You know what they have. The Chiefs secondary on defense isn't fantastic. Jalen Hurts will have himself a solid day. But at the end of the day, when Patrick Mahomes is your quarterback, I'm just not betting against that team to lose against a team where I think the Eagles sit right now kind of a little bit above a mediocre squad. Absolutely. Now here could here's my game of the week when it comes to yes. matchup versus matchup. Cardinals 3-0 at Rams 3-0. Rams dominated. The, the, the Buccaneers last week kind of saying, hey, no, we're the number one team in the country right now. The Cardinals, though, Kyler Murray, balling left and right. I got to stick with the home team. Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, Matt Stafford has looked very good with the with this Rams offense. He's, he's thriving with Sean McVay. Do you think, though, there's a chance that Kyler Murray pulls off this upset? Well, I guess it's not an upset because they're both 3-0. and But to me, it, it would be an upset because I just think the Rams are that much more stacked. Yeah, I'm going with the Rams in this one. We're not really differing a lot this week, and I think the only reason is is when you beat the defending Super Bowl champs, who, by the way, who have a quarterback who named Tom Brady, yeah. this is a game you continue to just propel and build that momentum off of, and you're going against a really high-caliber quarterback in Kyler Murray. We know the weapons he has, but I think that Rams defense is going to have fun getting to Murray and making his day tough. I think it's going to be a really fantastic game, but – I got to go Rams in this one until, you know, after a week like last week, it's really hard to pick against them. 
Yeah, it, that is really tough. Now, back-to-back NFC West showdowns here at four at four o'clock, too. You got the Seahawks at the Niners, old-school rivalry. Um, you know, that it, it's going crazy here. But the Seahawks at one and two have struggled more than I, th- I thought that they would. Um, you know, Russell Wilson's still a bad man. But that Niners team, even with Jimmy Garoppolo at quarterback, I like the way the defense is playing. I like the way they're running the ball. I'm going with the Niners at home. I think they find a way to pull this out. And I did not have the Seahawks pegged to be one and three at this point in the season. But uh, it's just the, the way that, you know, dropping that game last week, that was the, the game I thought that that would get them, get they let them get right into this week's game. But yeah. the Niners, the way they lost to the Packers was so close. I think that they're a much better team than I gave them credit for heading into the season. I completely agree with you. I think I was looking at their defense still with some question marks, and I just think they answered a lot of those questions on Sunday at football. Of course, Aaron Rodgers has 37 seconds and no timeouts. It's, you know, yes, it's Aaron Rodgers, but statistically that usually doesn't favor, put you know, that doesn't bode well in the favor of a quarterback. So unless his name is Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady. So I think that was a game that we saw a lot of the potential that this Niners team has. And I think they're going to continue to, you know, show a lot of what we saw from them last week. I'm going to be interested to see how much Trey Landscape gets utilized in this game, but I just kind of see this one. Seattle has too many question marks for me. Seattle or uh, San Fran seems like a safe bet here. Okay. So moving forward, we got Ravens at Broncos Broncos three and O Ravens two and one. I've been tempted to pick the Broncos. I, I, you know, I'm doing it. I'm picking the Broncos. That defense is at home. The Ravens are a tough squad, but they almost lost to the Lions last week. I think that Von Miller and that defense does just enough to eke out an upset here, even though they're the team that's at home with the better record. The Ravens came into the season as looking like a better team, and I really believe in Lamar Jackson, but I think the Broncos do something special in this game. You're picking against the team that had Justin Tucker win with a 66-yarder last week. Ah, I... I like this matchup. I think Denver is still a little bit of an enigma for me right now. I don't entirely know what they're about. Obviously, their defense is very solid, but I think we've seen a lot of good things from Lamar Jackson up to this point. I think they're riding on that high from, I mean, their last two weeks have been insane finishes to games. So I think they're kind of riding on that momentum a little bit. I'm going Ravens here, but I would not hate it to see the Broncos win. There's our second split. Uh, so we got the Ravens. Uh, yeah, you got the Ravens. I got the Broncos. You got the Dolphins. I got the Colts. Moving right along here to Sunday Night Football, the game that everyone's talking about. Tom Brady returns home. Uh, and, you know, we won't see him in this game, but Richard Sherman joining the Buccaneers. Jenna, I don't know if you saw this, but the Buccaneers also made a big free agency move to get LeBron James, Serena Williams. Uh, they, they, they got the ghost of Muhammad Ali. Simone Biles is joining in there. You know, they Adam Scott and Tiger Woods are just going to yeah, – they're just bringing everybody to, to the Buccaneers. It's ridiculous. I don't understand this. How is this working? But, hey, I think they're going to crush the Patriots. I saw that the, the Buccaneers are only seven-point favorites in this game. I'm like, are you kidding me? Tom Brady is going to light Bill Belichick up in this game. I got Buccaneers in a blowout. I completely agree. Uh, ESPN's Jeremy Fowler sat down with Tom Brady, and there were some excerpts coming out of that uh, interview, and Brady was like, I know everything that's going to happen. Their schedule. I know the way that wind is in the stadium. I know what it's like for a night game. I know what they're going to be saying. I know what they're going to be feeling. He is inside of the mind of Bill Belichick and that entire Patriots organization. This is his game coming off of that loss last week. He, I just, I... I'm excited to see how intense he is and how much he goes off. That's terrifying. 
That is just, yes. If, if if Tom Brady says, "I know which way the wind blows," I'm just running. I'm just 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 throw like, the way. You know what, Tom? We're taking right, a bye Tom, this week. Okay, all right. <laughs> like you win. We're not playing. We're just moving yeah. on. We play the Jets next week. That's fine. Uh, Jay, the Jets. That's, that's going to be rough. All right, Monday Night Football. Before we you know, last pick, before we go to the break and do some more Steelers talk, Raiders at Chargers. Raiders three and zero. Impressive in their three and zero, but the Chargers. I think I like the way Justin Herbert's coming around. I gotta stick with them. They're at home. I know it's kind of doesn't matter as much because the Chargers don't exactly have the best home attendance in the world. But I'm sticking with Justin Herbert at home. I think the Chargers pull out a big win. I think this is our split here. I like what the Ooh. Raiders have been doing. I love what Max Crosby has been doing and the way he gets to opposing quarterbacks and he leads a lot of the defense in a lot of stats. It's insane. I'm, you know, off the top of my head, can't name all of them. But um, you, when you look at the statistical leaderboards on defense, Crosby leads them. I just like what they're doing. Derek Carr has looked really impressive. This is going to be another fun one, actually a fun Monday night game, but I'm going Raiders here. I feel you on that. I don't blame you at all. So we got four splits. That's exciting. Uh, we got a lot of a lot of games to talk about. So uh, do 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 be tuned, y'all, because this is gonna be a, this is gonna be a really interesting flow of how this uh, this week goes. But we're gonna give you our picks on the Steelers game just that just shortly after this, because I gotta tell you guys that we're sponsored by Built Bar. If you want a healthy treat that tastes like a candy bar, Built Bar is the protein bar for you. If it's the it's the official protein bar of the U.S. Track and Field team, and it comes in so many different flavors. Whether you want a free snack like raspberry, strawberry, or orange, or something different like salted caramel cookies. Or Cream, Rocky Road, my personal favorite, double chocolate, though. Again, real cookie dough is fire. I actually ordered more and it came like in less than a week to my house. Also, tip from Ross Jackson, host of Locked On Saints. Put one of these bad boys in the fridge, eat it later. It's even better than, than it than it than you thought it was. So check out the real cookie dough flavor, real cookie dough flavor of a built bar. And remember, they come in all the different flavors. All of them are extremely healthy, 130 to 180 calories, 17 to 18 grams of protein, but only four to five grams of sugar and a four or five grams of net carbs. That's what you want. You get all those flavors delivered right to your door by going to built.com. Again, it's built.com and use the promo code LOCKED15. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, LOCKED15, all capital letters, all one word. And you'll get 15% off your next order. Again, that's LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. Wrapping things up here on the Lockdown Steelers podcast, Chris Carter, Jenna Harner, it's time to get back to this Steelers matchup. Now, you and I have talked about, you know, the defense needing to get pressure. The, the Packers need, need to limit their offense, but also the Steelers offense needs to get going. Jenna, if there's one thing the Steelers offense has to do in this game to get itself back on track, what is the biggest factor that you can see correcting itself that will make Steelers fans happy and see some points go up on the board? Scoring points in the first quarter. And it sounds Whoa. elementary, but am I right? It's been eight games dating back to last season since they've had a point in the fourth quarter or first quarter. I'm sorry, eight games dating back uh, to the yep. last season. That is unacceptable. It doesn't mm -hmm. have to be on the opening drive. Okay. If you can, fantastic. If you can get out to a hot start, sure, fine. But you need to build a lead and hold it because they have not played a game like that 
at all this season. You know, yes, take uh, a little bit of the Bills game with the special teams, but the offense has not built a lead for the defense to hold and stop and give, you know, that complimentary football. We haven't seen that. So for me, the offense scoring on one of their first possessions or at least marching down the field and showing a little sign of life. It can't be a punt, punt, interception type first couple drive. Get on the field, hit your targets, have help your quarterback out. Sorry, I'm being a little aggressive here now that I'm thinking about You're this. You're fine. Go ahead. Uh, but <laughs> help your quarterback play complimentary football for one another. We hear them all the time talk about playing for one another. March down the field, put points on the board, get a field goal, score a touchdown, give the ball to your defense and say, hey, we have your back. We know you have ours. That's the, the listen, Jenna. Mike Tomlin needs to call you right now. You need to be at Lambeau Field in the locker room telling this team, listen, you got to go down to field. Complimentary football, when you score, you get a stop. And when you get a stop, you better score. Like, that, that was the kind of hype talk that the Steelers need for this game to pull it out. I, I'm right with you. The scoring early is important. But to me, Ben Roethlisberger needs to, to, to get back to being Ben Roethlisberger of when he's able to be the leader who knows where everyone's going to be and attacks at the right times, makes the non-risky throws, but make, gives his playmakers chance to get to get to make people miss and to get to move the ball down the field. If he starts doing that, if he, if he can finally hit the, the deep middle part of the field and back off an opponent's linebackers. And this is a, this is, this is a Packers group. Their secondary, I think has a lot of speed and a lot of talent, but if you can pick at these linebackers, you give yourself a chance to open up that middle part of the field, make it easier to throw the ball. And then when those guys start being, aware of that that's when Najee Harris might get open in the run game I still think passing to him underneath is a huge key in this game but you got but Ben Roethlisberger has to be able to see the field and not let those athletic safeties Darnell Savage and Adrian Amos two maybe the fastest safety pair in the NFL right now they file around he has to be aware of where they are and what they're doing that's a huge key to this game that being said Jenna I don't know if you know but it's been made clear to me from our listeners that we are 0-3 picking the Steelers. Whenever we pick them to win, they lose. They, are, they lose, and whenever we pick them to lose, we win. So, with that being said, we're picking the Steelers game. I am picking the Packers. I Me am too. doing this. Yeah, we're both we're both doing it. So, if the You're Steelers welcome, win You're this, if the, if the Steelers win this week, you come back to this podcast. Here's what a comment section and say. It was because of you guys. You guys yep. did this. Yep. It's, and and if it, if this happens, I think, Jenna, we just have to keep picking the Steelers to lose for the rest of the season. And, yeah. and if and, and that just might be how it works. But we're both picking into this. Give me a final score prediction for how you think this game works out. I'm going 28-24 Packers only because until the Steelers offense shows more consistency, it's very hard for me to say they are going to beat an explosive offense on the other side like Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers have. It's going to be a closer game than I think people expect. I think the defense is going to come up big. Again, having TJ Watt back potentially could be a huge factor in this one. But right now, just looking at the matchup of the offenses, I think Green Bay has a lot more weapons. They've shown their ability to consistently put points on the board. And until the Steelers offense can do that right now, I got to go Green Bay. I don't blame you. I'm going with a little bit weirder of a score. I'm going 23-17. I think okay. the defense does a much better job containing Aaron Rodgers than they have the last two weeks with Joe Burrow and Derek Carr. But – 
I just have a problem picking this offense to do that much. I think they get a couple scores, but it's going to come down to a final drive where Ben Roethlisberger needs to lead a touchdown drive, and they're just not going to have it. The Packers are going to play very conservative, and he's going to have to be consistent targeting down the field, and that's where you're going to see his weakness come into play. That's going to result in a Steelers loss, and they fall to one and three. But again, we're pick. We're both picking against the Steelers, so who knows? If they win, you come back and you thank us because we did the yeah. doggone thing. <laughs> Jenna, I got. I'll let you go because I know you got a lot of a lot of work on your plate right now. Please let me can fi- find you, follow you, and get more of your work. You can find me on Twitter at Jenna Harner eleven, uh, on Instagram at Jenna underscore Harner, on WPXI pretty much every day doing some capacity. Friday nights, join Chris and I at eleven fifteen p.m. for Skylights, all your high school football coverage. Lots of super fun stuff coming your way this week and in all the weeks to come. And you know, Sunday on the Black and Gold Zone, Sunday night after the Patriots and Bucks game. So on Channel Eleven, definitely tune in. Definitely tune into that. I'm Chris Carter, uh, host of the Locked On Steelers podcast. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Carter Critiques. Thanks so much who support the show. We always appreciate y'all if you subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, you know, we also are on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Odyssey. Um, and remember, if you rate us five stars with a positive comment on Apple, you get a shout out at the end of the show. We appreciate all of our listeners who do that and help us out. Thanks again for listening and watching the Locked On Steelers podcast. Be back in your ears and on your screen Sunday after the game, giving you a bit of a recap. Also, you can catch me on the final word with Jenna. Or, well, not with Jenna, excuse me. You'll be, uh, you, you'll, are you, are you, you said you're, you're on the final word. Are you traveling this week? No, we're on final word together this week. Oh, Let's man. Go. Oh, man. So you get the post, you get the post game here and then the post game with me and Jenna at Channel 11. And, and, if, and if, if they do win this game, we have to say on, on on the final word, it was because of us. I'll, uh, I'll admit it. I'll admit it. All right, Jenna. Thanks so much for, for being on the show. We'll be back, in, back soon here on the Locked On Steelers podcast.